What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is October 5th, 2021. You are listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor, a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, women, and everything else in between. You, know, you guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and the RK, Ryan K. How you doing, my man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, had a productive day. Got a lot of shit done. Um, knocked out. Just a bunch of random stuff I wanted to get done today. Um, just... Again, highly productive day. Um, I'm excited to go to bed tonight. It's going to rip ass. Uh, <laughs> get that good, good sleep that you get when you do a whole bunch of shit in a day. So, uh, yeah. Get, you know? that, get that old man sleep. Yeah, get that old man sleep. That's that, that's that good, good. Yeah, you, that you, old man sleep. <laughs> yeah, you pass, you pass out. Don't don't know nothing about nothing for nine hours. Man, Wake I'll, up. I, I'm at the, that's point, the best. I'm at the point in my life now where I tell people... I like I can do I can do stuff with you during the day or I can do stuff with you during the night, but by no means I can't do both anymore. Right. Well, not consecutively. Right. Right. Good, I feel you. Good God, it's tough out here, bro. It really is. I like I can feel my age. I remember when I was twenty five, I was just ripping and running. Bro, I think about the way I was when I was at college at Lander, dude. The fact that I subsisted on like two to four hours of sleep every day. Me too. Went to college. And like got schoolwork, hella schoolwork done. The the thing is, that's even crazier for you because you were working a full time job on top of that. Yeah. So like you even were crazier with it than I was. But like you on that type of sleep, I got, man, think I, about that now. I don't. Know. I couldn't do it. Y'all like do like my friend Tim, like you know who was like who was one of probably our best friend yeah you know so we're a guy that we're mutual friends with yeah but dude there have been times because we both went to college together but i would be at the computer room and i'll like i'll be go i'll have my head on the desk and he would just walk in with me and like and he, we just look at each other we just knew <laughs> yeah well because he was in the same boat you were he was yeah. working a full-time job yeah, while while he y'all were y'all were in the same getting the same degree working full-time jobs and y'all are just out here not getting sleep and just trying to get your shit done 
So oh, you know. I, it, like it, it was crazy. It was crazy. I like Halloween's coming up, and like, and I've been invited to a Halloween party. You've been invited to any Halloween parties? I very seldom get invited to things like that. Um, I got plans uh, this weekend actually uh, for a family video reunion. Uh, that's gonna be neat. Uh, people that like I actually like in the company. Oh, okay. Like that, like we all get along. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we hanging out and going to Greenville and fucking around. So that should be a lot of fun. Where in Greenville y'all going? Uh, we're going to be staying at a hotel next to Spare Time. We're probably going to go to Spare Time. And uh, after that, uh, I don't really know what the fuck we're going to get into. Like, like might get an Uber, go downtown, get some food. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, I do. I don't live near. I don't, I don't live far from Spare Time. I, I just might pop up on you and just holler at you for a little bit. Dude, that would be fucking hilarious, dude. Like, yeah, dead ass. Like, I'll be up there with a bunch of my family video peeps. And, you know, you can swing through the spot. Like, I ain't mad at it. Yeah, fucking, I'll, I'll be there on Friday. So, oh, oh damn! I gotta work on Friday. Ah, damn! I thought, you, I, thought you, I, thought, I thought you were doing that on Saturday. Like, no, no, no! It's, it's on. It's on Friday. Yeah, yeah. We we go in. We go in there on Friday, and then like we heading back on Saturday because a bunch of people are coming from like far ass away, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking like four hours. So you know they must live like in Raleigh. Yeah, uh, one of them lives in like the Rockingham area. I can't remember where my boy Dan lives. Uh, one of them lives in Hickory. So like people people coming from from a little ways. Mm-hmm. So you know, Karen 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 lives in Greenville, and you know obviously I live in Anderson. So like yeah. that ain't shit for me. But you know, but uh, we got an awesome show for you guys. Uh, we got a uh, you know we got some you know NFL games that we always discuss. We got some great questions for you guys later on in the show. Mm-hmm. But first, I like you know. MLB baseball, like, you know, my heart's broken right now because, you know, my boys let me down in a wild card. But yeah. with that being said, I like, you know. We can talk about the rest of the games. Like, we, we joked about this off air because, uh, you know, through the course of us recording, like, uh, by the time we got around to, like, starting up tonight, the game was over. Yeah. So, like, we didn't want to sit here and be like, well, you know, while we're trying to predict the outcome of these games, who do you think is going to win the Red Sox-Yankees game while the Yankees are losing 4-1 yeah, to one know, in, like, right? the eighth inning or whatever the fuck it is? And it's, like, it's pretty obvious that they're going to lose. lose. Like, that, that that's very disingenuous to be like, well, I think the Red Sox are going to win. Ha-ha, <laughs> little do they know the game's over when we record it, dude! I like, but but before we get started on that, like you know, my friend Thomas, who is a, who is a Red Sox fan, he's probably going to be hitting me up as we speak because he's a listener of this show. And my thing is this, I like you know, he's probably going to talk shit to me whenever I get back to work. But I'm gonna say it right here. I like, I don't give a fuck. The last time we played you guys, we swept your ass, and you and, and your and your Titans got fucked by my Jets this weekend. Fuck you. Get him. Get him. So, um, love you, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I throw in the love you so you know it's real. But uh, but now, nah, man. So we're 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 gonna leave that game off the plate. So um, so basically, we're just gonna be kind of breaking down our matchups. We got we got so we got the Rays and we got the Red Sox. Um, we're not gonna do the uh, NL division. I mean, we're gonna get yeah, card. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was going to just kind of give my thoughts right, on, like, all right, everything. All right. Like, because why the fuck not? Like, let's just throw some shit against the wall. And- so, so, so do your thing, King. Okay, so, <laughs> so, fuck, we have, so we have the Rays and we have the Red Sox. If you ask me, I like the Rays in that um, just because Wander Franco is a fucking monster. I think that um, the Rays have a better bullpen situation than the Red Sox because that's, that's where you get them. Yeah, you know Nathan Eovaldi has a ton of postseason experience, and Chris Sales bounced back and looks pretty good. I don't really like 
a lot of their rotation outside of that. J.D. Martinez is hurt. Like, yeah, they have Devers and they have Xander. I don't really fuck with their team all that much. Oh, you know I don't fuck with the Rays. Well, obviously, but I like, go Rays. But I think that it's I think it's a great testament to uh, the season that the Red Sox and the Yankees had that they both made the fucking playoffs because the Red Sox were in the shitter last year and the Yankees started out the year in the shitter. The and fact I, I, that they I, I, played in this wild card game is impressive on both teams' accounts. And the Red Sox were hot. Then after All Star game, they I, cooled I, the, the fuck off. off. Boy. Yeah. They cooled Sub Zero, get yeah. over here. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They cooled right the fuck off. So you know, like I said, the fact that both of those teams made the postseason is impressive in itself. And I think if you're the Red Sox, I think you should just be thrilled with you being as dog fart as you were last year. You made the fucking postseason. Be thrilled. Anything you get is gravy after this. After this, if you manage to beat the race, gravy. If you lose. Gravy. You made the postseason. It was that's that's unfathomably good in the toughest division in baseball, where you got ass blasted and you were either the second worst or worst team in the division last year. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it was a COVID shortened season, but they were either bottom or second worst team in the division next to the Orioles. Yeah, you guys weren't even mid. They were terrible. So you know. Like I said, you 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 chalk that up, but I think the Rays have it despite Tyler Glass now being out still. They just I like their pitching situation. Their bullpen's deeper. I like more of their players. I think that they're probably gonna be hungry as a bitch, too, because they got blue balled by the Dodgers. Yeah. So I I like them in that series personally. But I could be wrong about that. The you know, so we'll we'll see. Uh the Red Sox didn't look great coming down the stretch. Luckily, they had a soft matchup with the Orioles to kind of, like, help themselves out and put themselves in a situation. But, you know, if the Mariners had taken care of business on that last game, then, you know, shit would have been a little different. A little bit different. So, so moving on from that, we have the uh, White Sox versus the Astros. Astros very quietly have had a very solid season. Um, very clean. They're very quiet season. Oh, like, you know, no no cheating. So, mm. shout out to y'all. Yeah, no cheating. Um, good for them, I suppose. Um, they got Lance McCullers back. Um, they have a really good young pitcher. I can't remember the fucker's name off the top of my head. You got to think Justin Verlander's gone for the year, too, right? Yeah, Justin Verlander's out all year. Hell, yeah. He's he's Dunyan rings. And they still have Grinky. Um, that being said, dude, I like, I, I, I'll... I'm one of those people, like, you know, every time you bring up Zach Grinko, I, I, I don't appreciate that guy as much as I should. No. no, well, because he's kind of an asshole. But then again, I don't think nobody does. Yeah, like I said, well, he's kind of, he's, he's a big personality in baseball. He's kind of a dick, but, like. Well, I'm not talking about, like, the, yeah, I'm just talking about, right. like, just the play. Like, right, 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 phenomenal. right, no, for sure. Um, I would never want to meet him, but as far as, like, you yeah. know, everything else goes, like, I tend to take him I have the utmost respect for his talent. Like, he's been a fucking, he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, if you ask me. Yeah. Slam dunk, really. I like, you got to think, this is how old we are, guys, if we have any kids who, like, you know, uh, who, like, listening. Like, Zant Granke started off when I was, like, in high school. I remember when he was a Royals prospect. That's yeah, that's how, what I'm saying. I, I think I was in high school when that was going on. Yeah, he was, like, one of the Royals' top prospects. He was really good, and then he went to the Brewers. And after that, you know, obviously he's, like, bounced around some. Yeah. You know, he went to the um, he went to the Dodgers. He went to the Diamondbacks. And, you know, he's got traded Astros from the Diamondbacks because mm-hmm. Diamondbacks are garbage. Fucking. Uh, 
So, Granky's been very good for a long time. Uh, multiple Cy Young winner, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so, very, very good. Silver Slugger. He's he's a good fucking pitcher. But um, I, the White Sox fuck. Their lineup just fucks. It's unbelievable. Like, they're stacked. Might um, as well call them Hugh Hefner. Yeah, they out here, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, yeah, you, you don't want that. Like, you, you don't want that. I'm yeah, the, I, I thought, like, you know, the Padres had the best line of baseball. Nah, these motherfuckers right They're here. They're nasty, bro. They are nasty. There are no easy outs. They got better as the season progressed. Motherfucking, a couple of their best players were hurt to start the year. And then they just come back and they got better. That shit is, that shit's actually dumb. So, the only thing that will hold this team back is their middle relievers. Because, you know, they got Krimble and, that Kimbrel, sorry. They got Kimbrel and Liam Hendricks. That's, that's nasty as a bitch. That's the back end of your guy. Like, you can alternate closers if you want. Those dudes are disgusting. <laughs> and then, so you can sit here and you can have your little mid-ass garbage relievers, but you got the two of them, boy. Them dudes are the shit. You got Dylan Cease and Carlos Rodon. Yeah. This shit is dumb, bro. Lucas not, Giolito. What is happening? Not a good time. And then, and then, like I said, you got you got a Brayu. You got Tim. I bat three thirty every year. Anderson. You got fucking Aloy Jimenez. You got Luis Robert. This lineup is dumber than a fuck. Like, there's power all over it. Bad time. These these Astros pitchers, bad time. Bad time. They're about to have a bad time. Um, the only thing that might fuck the White Sox over is inexperience in the postseason. Sometimes that that be hoeing yeah. young teams. That is the only thing that will stop them. If they lose a series, it will be solely because of that. They were inexperienced, and they were they were they weren't ready for the moment. Outside of that, the talent is oozing there, and they might be the best team in the AL, like flat out. Yeah. So if you ask me, so I like them in that series personally. Yeah. Um. So moving over to the NL, we actually have the wild card game. We're gonna start there. We have. The 105-win Dodgers versus the however-many-winning streak Cardinals. So, in this game, I uh, can't remember exactly. The Cardinals, who are 90 and 70. Yeah, yeah. They're 90, they won 90 games. So, you know, they came on late, went on this crazy-ass you know, streak of wins. Um, very impressive. Like, you know, they do this. This is what they do. Uh, Devil magic. They, they just, they come on late. They always do this, you know. Um, At least this time, like, you know, they don't have no asshole name like Caveman or some shit like that. Caveman Pantsofsky, like, you know what I'm saying? Batting 800 for no reason. And you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Dude, uh, like, yeah, at, least they, at least they have some players. You'd be like, all right, I can see why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, you know, and they figured out some stuff with their bullpen, you know. Um, so, all right. You have, in this game, you have probable Cy Young award winner Max Scherzer facing... 117-year-old Adam Wainwright. <laughs> Who has been... Uh, he's still playing? Yes. Good God. 
He signed an extension. What? He's playing next year. Holy shit. I wish I was dead every day. Every day I see him still playing baseball and I want to die. How? He is literally 38. Like he's 38 years old. Oh my god. It's fucking awful. This is and, and I'm just I'm just tired of seeing him because he kills us. We traded him and he's been killing us for 20 years. I'm just I'm I'm tired, boss. I'm sick of I'm it. I'm tired, boss. It's it's awful. Like please, dude. They used to have this. Please, uh, they, they used they used to have a, a pitcher named Chris Carpenter that was ever. Yeah, man. And Chris Carpenter is the one that showed him the ropes. Oh god, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. So okay, um, you have Max Scherzer versus him. Adam Wainwright is notoriously a pretty good postseason pitcher. And he's about to turn back the hands of time and be a 28-year-old Adam Wainwright. So, here's the thing. If I'm a Dodgers fan, I am not comfortable. And for a lot of reasons. You shouldn't be. One, you're playing the Cardinals. This is what they do. Devil they, magic. They live for this shit. Late stretches... Make the wild card ruin some team's fucking life. Yes. It's all lining up. You are a 105 win team. Mm-hmm. This yeah. team uh, you said, had you- to get hot to make the postseason. They had a 1.9% chance to make the postseason at one point this year. You were already hoed anyway because you won 105 games. You're playing in the wild card. That's bad. Yeah, that's a bad look in and of itself. <laughs> and you out here. Trying like the craziest shit in the world is they traded for Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, won fifty, went like fifty and ten or some shit at the trade deadline. They're the only team to ever have that record. They only gained a game on the Giants in that stretch. That is bat shit, crazy. That is bat shit to me. Like you win one hundred five games, you win your division. Yes, <laughs> not yeah, this year. Like, like in most seasons. Yes. Like so, that that's automatic. So the luck the the luck bar is tilting away from you already. You have bad luck to be a wild card. You were in the you were in the best you you were in baseball with the best team in the in baseball. And you were the second best team in that division. You were the second best team in the major leagues record wise. But you happen to be in the division with the team with the best record in the majors. And you lose by a single game. And Muncy might not play. Kershaw's out too. But, like, here's the kicker thing. Like, with all that bad shit there, like, you know, Dodger fans, you got Max Scherzer on the mound. And that's somebody I trust. I'm going to tell you something. Max Scherzer is an all-time great. Max Scherzer is a slam dunk Hall of Famer. And Max Scherzer has had some good postseason games. Yeah. He is not the best postseason pitcher. He's really not. He had some good he had some really good outings that year they won it all. In the in Washington. Yeah. He had some really good outings there, but he is not really a f- he's not really the best postseason pitcher. He's just not. Yeah. He struggles. And I'm gonna tell you something. He hasn't struggled a whole lot since y'all got him. I would be scared shitless of him going out there 
giving up a fucking four spot and him getting chased in three because this is what the Cardinals do to motherfuckers. They are built for this. This is what they do. <laughs> they ruin lives. They ruin postseason runs. They ruin shit. They are the spoiler. This is what they do. I would be fucking terrified. The only thing that will save you is that you overwhelmingly have a better roster. Yeah. Like, Trey Turner, you're loaded. You're fucking loaded. If it plays out that way for you, because it's one of the only ways to stop them, is to just dominate them and, and jump on them early. And jump on them and just strangle the life out of them. Don't give them any hope. Yeah, that's the that if you're in a one run game in the eighth and they have a dude on first and nobody out, you're fucked. You're fucked. That run's coming in, dog. It's coming in. It don't matter. That, that and they don't have no injuries. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I'm just saying, man. If I were a betting man, I don't think if I don't think I'd take the Dodgers. I'm be honest with you. Cardinals and Devil match. I just believe that much in the, the Cardinals' ability to spoil stuff and Devil Magic and Devil Magic and just that they they just this is what they do. We've seen so, it way too many times. I've seen it a ton, and I just until it doesn't happen, I'm always gonna believe. It. I think that that is as strong of a force as gravity. Like, look, this is how bad it was. I like, didn't uh, the Nationals sweep them the year they went to the. Uh, the Nationals swept them the year that the Nationals won the World Series. That's what I'm saying. They e- e- they cheesed the fuck out of the Braves to win that series. Even then, I thought the like you know the Cardinals could be like you know they might come back from 0-3. They they used they used all of their luck on us, and they got a ton of it in that series, little brother. <laughs> let me tell you. So I, I, I I've, I've I've went off on that multiple times. It's it's bad luck. So. Again, if you're the Dodgers, you need to just beat the fuck out of them. If Adam Wainwright is in that game and it's five innings pitch and he ain't gave up shit yet, you and you you're in losing. Some, you in some trouble, bro. You losing, cuz. Cause the team I trust to scrape out a bullshit run more is the Cardinals. Yeah. If you know if y'all gonna win, y'all need to jump all over them. Yeah. You know, and y'all need to do it quick. Immediately. Y'all need to do it within the first three innings. Long balls. Like, that's what I'm saying. Y'all need to... Trey Turner needs to just have them in hell like he has a ton of people because in hell. Because I, I can assure you that Nolan Arenado is going to have you in hell regardless. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you just... Again, I like the Cardinals in that series, and it's fucking crazy. I'm picking a team that won 90 games or a team that won 105. But again, I just I believe that much in the Cardinals. The devil magic and their bullshit that they just do to <laughs> teams. So, moving on from that, we have the Brewers versus the Braves. Um, I will say, um, peace up, a town down. Yeah, dog, love that. Um, I love the I love my Braves. My gut, I, honestly, I want to pick the Braves, man. I really do. And I know I'm being biased here, but the thing is, we we hit Corbin Burns pretty well. Um, you know, we managed to get to Hater a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say our closer's ass. I hate Will Smith, and our bullpen's sometimes kind of shaky. 
I love our starters. Yeah. I will take Morton. Morton's a postseason horse. Yeah. Freed is a fucking animal. Like, he just... That dude is a demon. Mm -hmm. Like, he is mentally as tough as anybody I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just tough. And Ian Anderson was really good in the postseason. And I like us having Wasker Inoua for depth, possible fourth starter, you know, being able to put some of these dudes in the bullpen that we... we, I really like some of the flexibility we're going to have by having our fourth and fifth starters our bullpen game's depth, which is a problem. Like, our bullpen doesn't have... We make a weakness much less weak because of the nature of postseason baseball. Yeah. Um, I think we got rest. And I think that I like us, too, because we've been playing in a postseason environment for more recent than the... The Brewers had the division clinched, like, weeks ago. Yeah. So they've been kind of just fucking chilling. And kind of just lackadaisical, yeah, like, like whatever. That, that intense. And re- rest, resting, whereas, like, we that, had to win our division the second to last homestand. I saw, like, that, I, like that, could be, that could either be good for them or it could be terrible for them. Yeah, absolutely. But really, I feel like that that's... It, it hurts. Just like but, it could be terrible for us that we had to, like, stress about that, too. I like, but I think it hurts the baseball players more so than it does, like, it does. Know, football players and all that stuff. You know, because it's, it's, it's not as much contact. Like, hell, even basketball, you know what I'm saying, just a little bit, just because, like, it's not as much contact and, like, it's a rhythm game and it's just, like, you can't you can't simulate that in practice and walkthroughs and shit like that. Right. You can't. Well, like, you always say, like, base, ba- postseason baseball is a different animal. A run, like, you know, a walk is a rally. Yeah, I agree. Um, so... That I, was coined by the arcade. Yeah, a walk is a rally, man. It really is. Um, now, I will say this, too. Um, you know... Like I said, I really like the, I really like the Brewers roster, which I didn't going into this season. Like I didn't really have them doing too much, which their their pitching staff emerged in a way that like no one thought was possible. Yeah, no one had Woodruff and Burns being this. Yeah, you know, so they have some good horses out there, and they have a pretty good bullpen, and they have a nice little roster. Like I'm not trying to disrespect them, but. I just think that we've kept up a postseason environment for more recent, and I think that um, I think that's going to help the Braves. And I think that the Brewers might not come out with good timing, and they might not be as dialed in. Yeah, but ultimately, it, 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 my thing is, you guys probably need to uh, jump on them early because whenever you had that much rest, I feel like if you are slumping, it might take a few innings, right. like you know, what I'm saying to get right. To it. I agree, uh, but I will say this: if you're a Braves fan, if we lose this series, we made the postseason without all Ronald the Acuna. shit without Ronald Acuna without Mike Soroka with multiple injuries Ian Anderson missed a month Wasker Inouye missed a month we had to endure Drew, the Drew Smiley experience fucking Will Smith blew about seven fucking saves this year <laughs> our bullpen was really bad at the beginning of the year and we were very mediocre because of it um Freddie Freeman had a huge slump at the beginning of the season like it's just been crazy the amount of shit that the Braves dealt with Mm -hmm. and I think that that'll really help them in the post they're different than any other team in this postseason most definitely in the fact that like they dealt with some actual garbage like like so I think that that'll really help the Braves in this postseason most definitely Um, so 
outside of them, uh, we have the Giants. Um, so the Giants are looming large over whoever wins the wild card game. I think that either series is tough for the Giants, and I'm not sure if they, they eke it out. I'd rather comment on that more when we have a clear-cut game. Yes. Like who I think would win, because obviously the Dodgers and Giants are very familiar with each other. Mm -hmm. So when you have that, those games are always really interesting in postseason play because teams that play each other, yeah. it's not really a postseason environment. And, you know, you'll just kind of see like whatever happens, happens, mm -hmm. right? Whereas if they play the Cardinals, then the Cardinals got into a division series game riding the momentum of a huge win streak and they are now primed to do what they do best. Cheese. <laughs> so it's tough to say. So like I said, I'd rather I'd rather have more of a concrete idea of who the Giants are gonna play before I comment on whether or not I think they're gonna advance. So uh, most definitely, I like in you know I actually kind of like the giant squad. I really oh yeah, do. I do too, man. Like they've been they've been really impressive. They've gotten a lot of contributions from castaway pitchers. Now uh, that's the uh, thing that should scare you if you're a Giants fan. Kevin Gosman was mediocre as shit, and well, he's been amazing this season. Well, and, like, like there's well, a lot of guys like that. They've well, had succeed well, that not, were well, mediocre. Not really, well, not really with the uh, with the Giants. It always seems like guys like that always work out for them. Yeah. Well, like you hate Brandon Belt, but Brandon Belt's leading their team in home runs. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't like Brandon Crawford, and you know he's because he's been playing for. Because uh, overrated. Like you know, say like if if I trust any team with that, like I trust them because they've done it before. Yeah, they, like, they the, just have one of those kind of franchises. They have one of those type of franchises. I've seen them win World Series, so I I, I trust them with like hell. I think Edgar Renteria won a World Series MVP with them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know they they have a very interesting. They have some young guys on their team too. They're interesting. Like you have Yastrzemski and you have Lamonte Wade. Yeah. Like they have some good young players, and then you know Buster Posey's reemerged and had a good year. I love Buster Posey. Yeah. So like I said, yo. They have enough going for them that I think that they could do some shit for sure. But uh so I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think that about covers it. I like speaking of Buster Posey, I'm glad I'm glad you like you brought that up because I was trying to find me like a Buster Posey jersey. Gerald. I like it's either it's either that or a Barry Bonds. I know how people but if I'm gonna get any Giants jersey. Get the Posey jersey. Get the I love get, Barry Bonds. Get man. the get the Posey jersey. I'm, I'm a Barry Bonds fan. Yeah, like you already know how I feel about Barry. Get the Posey jersey, man. I like if I, dude. The Barry Bonds ones are more less expensive than the Posey ones. That's insane to me. Well, I, I well I can find them on eBay. I like okay. for a little bit. There, there are some sellers that sell them for a little bit less than I would get a Buster Posey. I was I was gonna say, man, you gotta get that Buster Posey drip though. Buster Posey called multiple perfect games. That's pretty dripped out. That's all I'm saying. There ain't a whole lot of good catchers like that either. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I like Barry Bonds is Barry Bonds though. Whatever, man. You just you. I get I could do both because I got the bank to do both. It's just like you know. Yeah, he's the he's the fake home run king. So like yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, but hey, I like you know. There's some. Well, we'll get on that on another side. Because <laughs> I know because there's some people that don't claim Aaron uh, Hank Aaron the home run king. They still think that uh, Babe Ruth is. So yeah, well that, that's on. clown shit. That's 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 erroneous. And that's I like clown it. Shit. Just, it just depends. So I like you know. You know he, that, that, I like it. He was a Hall of Famer before steroids. So I like that. That's what I took with Barry. I mean yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just think Barry Bonds is a dickhead as a person. Of course. Yeah. Michael Jordan's a dickhead too, and we still love him. Yeah. Yeah, but Michael Jordan ain't a dickhead the way Barry Bonds is a dickhead. 
I ain't gonna act like Michael Jordan's the best person in the damn oh, world, but pre- pretty kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like do like I know on TikTok before we go to the next segment, they do like there's there's some dude that has like a question out there and you can stitch it. Mm-hmm. They say like what's what's one celebrity that you thought that you loved growing up then you realized was trash? Bro, I've 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 heard some stories. Oh that. yeah, Michael Michael Jordan gets gets that a lot. Well, I haven't seen no Michael Jordan story. I've seen people talk clown shit about Kevin Hart. I heard one Chris Jericho story. I've heard a common story. Like, you know, the rapper Common. Like yeah. you know, some dude thought that he was trash. So, like that's very interesting. Like you know, TikTok's a fun place. It's a very fun place. But coming up next, NFL action coming uh, coming to you guys. You know what I'm saying? You guys keep a lot. We also got our quote of the week. You guys stay right here. Stay tuned on the scoreboard on Anchor. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I'll reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your white ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's that time. It's our quote of the week. I'll go first because the Arcade has a good one. And my quote of the week goes to a random guy on TikTok. And (laughs) he says, he says this. He was like, fellas. If you don't get no bitches, and you know you don't get no bitches, please stop scheduling your haircuts on Fridays. Though that should be scheduled for dudes that actually get bitches. Go for a day like Tuesday or Wednesday. Jesus Christ, that's brutal, <laughs> bro. I was talking to one of my coworkers. He was like, "I will see," because I thought it was hilarious. And he he kind of looked at me. He was like, "You know what? That motherfucker got a point." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he ain't wrong. He really ain't wrong. The, pro- the problem is, though, that most most dudes, like, Friday's the start of people's weekends, and Friday's when people start running errands. 
Getting a haircut's a fucking errand, bro. Is <laughs> it is? So I understand the point. I really do. I like, but then again, like I'm the type of person that want to get a haircut on Wednesday anyway, just because oh, ain't yeah. nobody in the barber right. shop. I'm like that too. I like you don't got to wait in the line. Everybody wants to get a haircut on Friday because they're trying to look good for Friday night and Saturday night. Yep. Gym tan laundry. That's it. That's it. They're trying to be clean. <laughs> they're trying to get that clean fade to go out and smash bitches. So. Uh, that's why you say, like, if you don't get bitches and you know you don't get bitches. <laughs> like I said, he got a point. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, my quote of the week uh, is from Kevin Clark. Um, you know, he's, he's a dude that uh, works for the Ringer. Uh, so, he said, is it impossible to get an NFL locker room, all 53 players, to agree on anything? And yet, one coach got his entire team to laugh at him. That's culture. And so the team in question. Wow. And that's a great segue. Yeah. The team in question that's being referred to here was one of the two teams that played Thursday night football. Um, Would you guys like to guess which one? Yeah. It, we'll, we'll give you two seconds. It rhymes with the Maxonville Maguars. <laughs> so, yeah. The Jaguars and Urban fucking Meyer. So, uh,. We would be a little remiss if we didn't take a second to talk about that horse fuck of him after Thursday going to his restaurant in Columbus, having that girl that looked like she was younger than one of his daughters grinding the booty on him on that video. Awkward as hell. You married and your team is 0-4. How about you 0-4 your ass back onto the plane and go try to coach your porous ass football team that has Trevor Lawrence and a whole lot of depression as its roster. You trifling. <laughs> so that that's what needs to be said there. So well, I'll, that being said, they didn't oh, look terrible Thursday. They didn't look terrible Thursday, but I like I like the the piggyback off that because I go I'll, for it. Go I'll, for it. I'll, I'm I'll, sure you have things to say. I often find it hilarious because you know people always fuck on the Jets. I like you know and yeah, and, 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 as as they should, of course. But I like it was hilarious that people still thought that Urban Meyer was a better coaching hire than Robert Sala. Robert Sala, who's one of the biggest wife and family guys that there ever were, and known scumbag in douche lord Urban Meyer, who fakes a, his death every time <laughs> his teams don't I, do good. I, I don't know if it's a death. You probably might be a, that, that, that's a little bit of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Fuck him. That caught me slipping. Like He might come up with some kind of illness. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> faking his death. <laughs> He's a clown, bro. So, uh, uh, so Somebody was tell, some, I was discussing this with somebody and the reason why I feel like this isn't going to work because I feel like Urban Meyer, you know, like in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguar fans can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he was he's so damn arrogant, he thought that the NFL was going to be easy because he had Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. This isn't the same Trevor Lawrence that was throwing numbers and throwing dimes at Clemson, even though he can still do that. Yeah, it's totally, course. totally different. It's different when you have a dude like that go to an abysmal team because that's, that's what happened there. That dude's on an abysmal team, like plain and simple. So, you know, like I said, dude, Trevor Lawrence, this is the best Trevor Lawrence has looked all season. You know, 
And that, it was actually a really entertaining Thursday night game. It was real back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had, you know, the Bengals had to go down and hit, do it like they drove down and got in the field goal range at the end of it. Yeah. You know, to win the game. Um, I was very impressed with the play. I've, I've been impressed with Burrow so far this year. The only bad outing he's really had was against the Bears. And the Bears secondary just played lights out in that game and picked him off a couple times. I mean, the Bears had has had one of the better secondaries for like the past couple of seasons, so that's to be expected. So, you know, like I said, they 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 popped off in that game. Their defense, because the problem with the Bears defense is that they don't fire on all cylinders all the time. Yeah, uh, but like, whenever like they do. One, yeah, one week it'll their pass rush and their you know their defensive line will pop off, and then their their corners and safeties suddenly forget how to cover but then you have a week like that where they were getting pressure on burrow and forcing throws yeah and the secondary was playing well so you don't see that too much but um ryan i'll have to add one thing because like you know you was talking about uh yeah you was talking about the Bengals, but i want to like you know uh, i want to segue were we going to segue to what the jack because i got i got some thoughts about the jaguars oh okay. yeah yeah absolutely uh, because, we, can, we can move back to the jaguars because i like because you know as, as as putrid as the, like you know they've been as bad a job as, as Urban Meyer has been, he can't take some solace. I like you know in watching this film because they have a, a like they have a formula that can probably work, and that's run the fucking football. Robinson's a good running back, and the thing is the the easier you can make things on Lawrence because Lawrence doesn't have much time to throw, and the receivers he's throwing to ain't exactly it. Yeah. You know, like, Chark, Chark ended up breaking his damn leg or foot or yeah. something, and he's out for the rest of the year, probably. Uh, and so you have LaVesca Chenault and nothing. Yeah. And you're, you're going to ask Trevor Lawrence to throw the ball 50 times a game with that? Yes. That's ass. You have a good you have a good running back who rushed for a thousand yards last year. Just you lean on him. Yeah, I like lean tra- on him. So, take some pressure so off. So him. Trevor Lawrence was seventeen for twenty four. I like, and you hit, you leaned on the running game. That, and it's the best he's looked all. That's year. the best he's looked all game. Like if I'm Urban Meyer, you take that nine times out of ten. Well, I'll take that ten out of ten. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that was a good game plan. Your, your defense didn't do their job at the end of that game. Trevor Lawrence put you in a position to win that game though. So. You know, it is what it is. And I feel like this should be this should be your formula from here on out. Because I feel like, you know, in the beginning of the season, they didn't know exactly what their identity was or how they were going to go about doing shit. This is a clear indication. Like, you know, if your coaching staff is smart, this is what you do. Right. Right. For sure. Um, because there were times when Trevor Lawrence, like you say, he was – back there throwing 50 times you guys wouldn't even trying to run the fucking football exactly there's a difference between running the football and not working and you have to do it right then you know what i'm saying then you just doing it and just abandoning it all together right the latter is terrible yes yes and it's it's not the way to run a football team quite frankly um yeah one of the other games we'll get to we'll talk I, i'm going to talk about the importance of establishing the run mm-hmm. um and one of these other games but uh you talking about the Sunday night game? Uh, I'm talking about the Monday night game. Ah. Um, well, so we gotta get the Sunday night game. First. Okay, exactly, yeah. exactly. But uh, so again, man, Urban Meyer is a joke, and he's gone. Like he might not be gone today. He might not be gone tomorrow. He well, might not be gone until the season's over. 
but, but he's gone. They, 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 he's gone. Like, after that embarrassing shit, dude, all that, like I said, for those of you who aren't aware why my quote was a thing, so he tried to address his team, and he left the room, and they all busted out laughing at him. <laughs> like, because, so, I, yeah, that's why that quote's that well, quote. Wait, wait a minute, I like... I can just imagine yes. how that, yeah, that no. went. So so this is what's so clown shoes about that shit. So he went and talked to all of the position groups separately. He canceled the team meeting on Monday. Why cancel canceled the meeting? Why are you why are you running? He ran from it. And by the way, another layer of irony that's here is the team motto this year is own it that he's been putting up. <laughs> so like you can't make this shit up. It's comedy hour. It's hilarious. Like you can't make this shit. Woo! Up. Real life look, is look, funnier look, than look. Than, look, I like, um, our, our motto is all gas no break. I like we're not very good, but that's that that's just clearly like on a football field. We're not out here making like we're not out here. Our coach ain't doing no shit like that. Right. So, like I said, Dude, how bad does that look to like your veterans and be like, "Yo, you out here, yo"? I like, which is what I was telling so, people. I like, it's easy to sit here and talk to a 19 year old kid like he ain't shit. I like, you know what I'm saying? Because you have more power than face grown ass adults that make more money than you. It's different. So, anyways, so the reports came out that like they're one of the players like they talked to a couple of players anonymously about this (laughs) and they were like dude he talked to all of our position groups he canceled the meeting monday which is clown shit he does that yeah right like urban the same guy that faked an illness to retire when he (laughs) fucking depleted florida of its recruits because he's ass he was so afraid of looking bad that he was like i'm my heart I'm dying. My achy, breaky heart. I'm sick. <laughs> that yet yeah, that guy? Yeah, that you guy. Said he was like, I'm sick. I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not well. I need to go spend time with my family. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So he does just to come back a year just later. Just to come back a few years later with Ohio State. I'm, I'm back again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we back. Jesus fucking Christ. Urban Meyer's a joke. So. So he just comes to the door like, "Hey, it's me again." Yeah. So fucking. So, anyways, he he pulls this shit, and so like, yeah, def, this, this chicken shit guy. Yeah, of course he fucking cancels the meeting, <laughs> and then fucking here we are. He cancels the meeting, and then he meets with instead of just doing it all at once he's such a clown he does it with all the position groups and then does it again in the team meeting so five meetings he has where he talks about this shit and the last one the one of the players said dog he got done he left a room and the whole team busted the fuck out laughing whole team they're like we knew he hurt us how could he not he just left you gonna hear 53 motherfuckers laughing you hear that a whole way over and i know some of them were just being extra loud and extra yeah. just for no reason yeah. bro bro you got bro you got all i'm saying you got wholesome ass fucking like surfer bro 
by the like loves the Lord Trevor Lawrence in there laughing <laughs> at you being a clown. That's what you got you, right now. You got to think though, like you know, what I'm saying Trevor came from Dabo Sweeney, who like you know, who always does the right thing. He may not always says the right thing, but he leads by example. Dabo Sweeney not doing no shit like that. Trevor Lawrence is not used to shit like this, so of course this will be clown shit to him. That's what I'm saying, bro. And like to grown ass men, vets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's clown. This is clown shit. Because you got to think, it was like, dude, if, like if they have to, if they have to do something, if they. If they done something to make the team look bad, they have to own it and be in front of the team. He's trying right. to run away from it. For sure. Um, so, anyways, congratulations to the Bengals, though. Hell of a game. They've looked pretty good this season. Uh, going on to the Sunday game, we have the revenge game. The Bucks versus the Pats. Arr, burr, burr. Tom Brady and he's back, and he has a chance to beat well, all 32 teams. Well, the, 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 the silver liner behind that is that's the, that was the most watched Sunday night football game since 2012. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, people people tuned in. Mostly I, the I state would, of I, Boston and mostly the state of Florida. Uh, but I, also, I, 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 like, I wanted to tune in just because. Well, yeah, well, the city of Boston. I said the state of Boston. The city, the city, the, the state of Massachusetts and the state of Florida tuned in. But, uh, no, but yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, the rain, it, it was kind of a boring game for a little bit, but then it got, you know... It, it was it was one of those games that didn't live up to the hype just because of every everything. Everything else right. everything else surrounded the game was more important than the actual game. Right. I, like, I, Brady with a chance to break the yardage record, which he did. Yeah, like yeah. him going against his old coach and the, the, the house that he built... Like it was a lot of emotion tour. It. It's very similar to when Peyton came back to Indianapolis. Right. I like. I remember there was Peyton was talking about. It. He was like, dude. Like even though they lost the game, he was like, he was just so glad that shit was over. Right. Exactly. Because like, because everybody was talking about it. I'm pretty sure he had his circled on his calendar. I'm pretty sure Jim Ursay had his it on the calendar. So I'm pretty. Sh- it, it, I'm pretty sure it was the same way for Tom and Bill. And Bill wanted this shit bad. You couldn't say. I was telling them, Patriot fans, you can't sit here and tell me that Bill Belichick did not want this fucking game. It's exactly. It's, he, the, he, it's I, the type of petty that he is. I've never seen Bill Belichick wanted a game as much as he wanted this. Yeah. Because I because people were talking about Tom Brady. I knew Tom Brady proved. Like last year, he, he proved won, his point. He proved his point last year. Bill Belichick wanted this game like, mm. like, like a fat kid would want some food at cookout at four o'clock in the morning. Dude, he just you know, he wanted this game like a stoner wants Jack in the Box, you know, fucking. So again, it just it was bad watching the game. It was sloppy. I'll give Mac Jones credit. He put the Patriots in field goal range at the end of that game. Yeah. They had had a chance to go ahead with about 50-ish seconds mm-hmm. left. You know, they pushed the field goal. It was a long, like I said, 56-yarder. It ain't, it ain't a gimme. Yeah. You know? So, those are tough field goals. Those 55 and up field goals, those are coin flips. Yeah. Like, if you have a kicker miss that, like, you can't really I, get I, mad. I, I know I was talking to one of my, uh, my Patriot friends and he was kind of upset at Nick Folk. I'm like, Nick Folk is old. Now, like, if you would have got Nick Folk eight years ago, that probably would have been more right. of a thing. i like, you know, but nah, that, right. I'm like, that's, nah, man. i like, th- this isn't Justin Tucker we're talking about. This right. is Nick fucking Folk. Right. I mean, you really can't be mad at Nick Folk for that. The other thing, too, that was really interesting is, uh, I think that there was, um, there was a good amount of uh, 
Josh McDaniels figured out something in the second half of that game. He figured out like the quick hitters and some of the quick intermediate stuff mm-hmm. for Mac Jones. Like, because, you know, they don't really have any take the top off deep threat kind yeah. of guys. And he yeah. doesn't really have that kind of arm. Yeah, like, he has a good enough arm to make that work. Because, like, you know, when he was in a. Alabama. When he was in Alabama, you know, he had Ruggs and Waddle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Waddle more than Ruggs because Ruggs was already. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Yeah, but no, no, he was the quarterback when, when because Tua got hurt, missed all that year, and Matt Jones stepped in and played a lot of that year. Yeah. So he still had Ruggs. He played with Ruggs, and he played Waddle, Devontae Smith. So and Jerry he, Judy. Yeah, Jerry, he had, he had horses to go out there and, like, go deep. Mm-hmm. Like, every one of them motherfuckers I just mentioned could go deep. Every yeah. one of them, you know? And uh, in addition to being possession receivers, uh, so... You know, that's the thing. Like, they figured out something, though, because the Patriots don't really have the personnel at wide receiver yeah. to take advantage of that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very middling. Like, when Nelson Aguilar is your best receiver, something's wrong. <sighs> that's not good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nikhil Harry's never fucking... He, he hasn't lived up to... But then again, like, it, it might be the system. I'm not sure, but people have said, like, no, that system is kind of hard to learn i like you know chad johnson couldn't get it and chad's a borderline hall of famer so. yeah exactly um so yeah that that system isn't receiver friendly it's never been receiver friendly uh so you know you have a couple of weird you, you have some weird anomalies like and now especially now we have a, a like young rookie quarterback because i know yeah it, even whenever tom brady was there tom brady was so great at what he did he made it work yeah, because he was allowed the freedom to do so. Right, like so, you know, what I'm saying he made the the West Welkers and the like, you know, the Randy Mosses, like you know, what I'm saying he made that work. Like he doesn't have that luxury now with Mac Jones, and the mere fact that uh, the Bucks were depleted in the secondary, so that was just that was just good game plan to continue to go after a Richard Sherman who's been sitting on his couch for six months. Right, you know, said so, but good, but good on him though, because like he yeah. said he wasn't even supposed to be, he wasn't even he wasn't even ready. He said he was about to give me two weeks, and he damn near. Played every snap of that game. Yeah, good on Richard Sherman for doing yeah. that. Right, for Not sure. many people can do that. Right, that's tough. Um, wow. So um, you know, it was an okay game. Out of the primetime games, it was the one I enjoyed the least. Yeah. Um. So um, getting to the Monday game, and uh, you know, we had the Raiders and Chargers. Um, the Raiders. Fucking Justin Herbert's a fucking stud. Like, you know, I'm not saying anything new here. The I'm not saying anything surprising here. Justin Herbert's a fucking stud, man. Like, he's unreal good. Well, which is crazy because I like, you know, people were trying to get on to me because I like, because. I'm a USC guy, like, and Justin Herbert was at Oregon, and I was sitting there telling people, I, I find it funny how you guys, like, a lot of you guys don't listen to the show, like, what, I, I, you may not remember this, Ryan, but what the thing I said about Justin Herbert is, you don't know what you're going to get from him, I like, if you can get more of the great Justin Herbert, you got something, but, like, in too many times in college, it was either he was great or he was bad. Yeah, and, and it that depends. was always my experience watching yeah, him, too. Yeah, like, and my thing is, it just depend on what Justin Herbert you was gonna get and if you got great justin herbert you got something if you got bad justin herbert you about to have a bad time right but the thing is that was really funny is when he got to the league and he was surrounded by appropriate talent there has been no bad justin herbert really that hasn't been a thing yeah it hasn't been a thing so 
that's a testament to how wildly mediocre Oregon's roster was. Yes. And like, because it's like him and Penny Sewell and Thibodeau. Yeah. And that's the three guys that ha- were in Oregon, you know, uh, that were NFL pros. Yes. So, uh, anyways, so Herbert's a stud. He's just unbelievable. And the Chargers have done a phenomenal job of building that roster. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they've had receivers for a while, you know. Yeah. They, uh, Keenan Allen, four-time Pro Bowler, but quietly one of the most consistent receivers yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, that nobody talks about. Nobody talks about him enough. Because um, he stays out in fucking San Diego. Yeah, yeah, he stayed out in San Diego, you know, West Coast football, like, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, the Chargers were just kind of middling for many years. Like, you know, Phillip Rivers on that down slope. Like, yeah, he'd give you 300 yards and a couple touchdowns, but he'd throw a couple picks too. Yeah. You know, so, like, the Chargers weren't winning games the way that they could have been. But I think that was more so with the team talent around. Right, Phillip. right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, they, they weren't handled well. I like, and I also, I like Phil. So I feel good for the Chargers just for the mere fact you guys got a second crack out of this at like you know so early because you guys had you got well actually you guys wasted three uh two other Hall of Famers because you let Drew Brees walk out the door you get Philip Rivers hell they wasted to, Dan Fouts that's oh, that's yeah. another Hall of Famer they wasted you know Eric Coriel was like game changing problem is they couldn't stop a fucking runny nose yeah they they, they just, couldn't stop a nosebleed they couldn't stop shit. You know what like, I'm saying? So you got three, you had three Hall of Fame to like you know tight ends. I mean not tight ends, all like, but you did have that too. But three, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and you got this kid. We're not saying he's gonna be Hall of Fame, but you got something here. I like you know. Yeah. All I want for you guys to do is he has the, Hall of Fame type talent. All I want you guys to do is, you know what I'm saying? Fucking deliver. Yeah. Deliver. I like, uh, I'd you know, love it if the Chargers. Could. I would love it if you guys. I would. I. I would have loved it. The mere fact that I can't sit here and say Ladainian Thompson's a super has never played in the Super Bowl. That's sad to me. You guys got to You guys failed. Like you know, for Philip Rivers. You guys failed Drew Brees. Well, you gave up on Drew Brees. You guys failed Dan Fouts. You guys got another crack on it. Crack yeah. at it. Please don't fail this kid. They're like the inverse of the Vikings. Oh my god! They're like the inverted Vikings. I was like, hoping we wasn't going to like, like no, but they but they are. But like they have these great quarterbacks and they can't get it done. Whereas the Vikings have great teams and no quarterbacks. So it's like Jesus Christ! If you could combine the Chargers and the Vikings, you probably have a Super Bowl. Let me say you have a world beaters. Jesus Christ! So uh, nah, man. But uh, oh, shout out to the Raiders because they they've been slowly. Well, I wouldn't say slowly. They've been kind of under the radar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and you know they were three and zero, and you know they um they have an excellent fucking pass rush. Their D line's really good, but um what was really interesting, and you know we mentioned the run game earlier, yes. the Jaguars thing to loop back around that. So one of the things that the Chargers did that was really smart when um so yeah the Chargers jumped all fucking over them like it was twenty one nothing yeah um. They jumped all fucking over them. And then the Raiders scored 14 and answered. So they only have a tu- they, they touchdown lead. Raiders have all their momentum. Justin yes. Herbert gets the ball back. Okay, your pass rush is affecting some of Herbert's throws. Yes. Because fucking Crosby and like, you know, fucking, they're sending, they're sending all these dudes at him. So we're like, okay. Well, Austin Eckler's having some success. They commit to the run game. Eckler proceeds to slowly shred them to shit, mm-hmm. and they march down the field, take a lot of clock off, and you know they score another touchdown. 
mm-hmm. to really put the game out of reach at that point because they drain a decent amount of clock, pressure's on Carr, Carr goes out there because the Chargers' defense, especially in the first half, the way that they've improved every facet of their team over this past season and, you know, with the Justin Herbert draft is really impressive. Mm-hmm. They literally, you know, this year they get uh, Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater looks like the best offensive lineman that yeah. came out of this draft. Sewell looks pretty good, but Rashawn Slater he struggled early. I like yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker. I like he didn't have a tra- he didn't have a training. Well, he didn't have a training camp nor preseason. Christian Darisol has been out the entire time for so. the Vikings, so we don't really know what the rest of the dudes are going to look like. But Rashawn Slater has looked dominant. Yes, he has looked just bam. Just plug him in at left tackle, and he's See, been and kicking he's all, ass. He's also, like I say, he's also left tackle. So I would just say, because I know people were asking me about that, and it was just like, you know. Whatever you're a left tackle, like it's easier to see, like you know, say a left tackle than it is to pull, to see a guard's process, right? A right. Progress. Yeah. No, you know you're absolutely right. Um, I like because you know it's just like because you know when you're a left tackle, usually that's the quarterback's blind side. Yeah, you're visible. You're you're kind of visible as opposed to like a guard. So like you know, right. so like Elijah Barry Tucker, like he started off kind of slow, but he's getting better. But yeah, Rashawn Slater right now is the best offensive lineman. In it's the really, it's really not close if you ask me. But uh, so they did that. They hit on Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, he's been gangbusters. You know, uh, he's been so good. Which this corner class has been silly. He's been good. Yeah, the horn looked really good before he got hurt. Sertan's clean. Sertan's cleaned up some stuff. Um, he's looked really good. Newsom for the fucking Browns has looked really good. good. And Asante Samuels looked great. Great. Like, that's, like, it's been crazy. Like, they just, this was a really good class Mm -hmm. of corners. And, um, you know, so, you know, and again, they got Derwin James back and Joey Bosa back. Yeah. And, you know, so the Chargers look really, like, complete. Yeah. They they have they have a really explosive offense with Cook and you know obviously Big Mike Williams is balling out because it's a contract year ha 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 pay him that's what he's trying to tell them yeah pay him uh, Keenan Allen's you know Mister Mister Consistent uh, well, but which is crazy because these guys aren't they in the same division as the Chiefs yeah this man that the AL West is a nightmare like. I like because I know people are saying like this is the Chiefs division for the next ten years. Like I don't know about Chiefs that. Chiefs are losing Chief. the division right now. He's like I don't know about that, Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are at the bottom of that division at two and two right now. I don't think that's going to last. It's but. not going to last, but you know, it's it's sure as hell not Patrick Mahomes division for the next ten years. Just penciling it. No, you can't. Yeah, I mean, like it's the West is tough, man. Because again, you know, like I said, every one of those teams are doing well right now. I like now. and the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater. I'm so happy for Teddy. Yeah, he got a concussion, so like he's probably yeah, he's he, not gonna play next week. Yeah, but. but like even then, like you know, whenever he was there, like Drew Lock ain't it. But Teddy yeah. Bridgewater, because uh, I know Panther fans didn't like Teddy Bridgewater, and I was like, I didn't know why. Teddy Bridgewater is fine. I yeah. like Teddy. Yeah, he just he's not necessarily good enough to, uh, you know, you know, like I said, he's not necessarily good enough to be a starter. But, but, for, but for that team, I but like for that, the Broncos, he's fine. I like because he doesn't the way make, they're set up. He's yeah, like, he's like he doesn't make mistakes. I like it. He's yeah. not he's not gonna win you a ball game, but he's not gonna lose you one either. No, absolutely not. I like you know he's he's kind of like a more mobile Alex Smith, right? I like in that and, and Alex Smith was just fine. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can win with somebody like that. So I would argue that Alex Smith was more mobile than Teddy. Yeah, uh, I would say that. Well, hold up. You said he was a more mobile Alex Smith. I can't I can't say he was a more mobile Alex Smith because Alex Smith was surprisingly very mobile uh, before his leg exploded. I would say he's a better version of Chad uh, uh, Pennington. Like, he can throw the ball a little further than Pennington can. Like, I, he's got a little bit of a stronger arm. I mean, he's way more mobile than Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's way more mobile than him, too. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, like, a little bit of a better version than Chad Pennington, I would say. He's somebody like that. That, like, he's solid enough. Um, he may not be the guy you necessarily want starting all the time. You know? I saw what Chad Pennington was great until he got this rotator cuff. Yeah, exa- that, exactly. Like, that's what, like, Teddy Bridgewater looked good and his knee fucking exploded. So, there's a lot of comparability there. So, um... You know, it diminished his ability to perform, just like it diminished Pennington's ability to perform. So, uh, yeah, you know. so, yeah, so this, yeah, so this division is a fuck. Salute you, Mr. Really, really, really bad dancer. Mr. Really, really, really bad dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet. Because you really put the oogie in boogie. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, use spell check. Take it away, fellas. 
appreciate it, bro. It's that time, mail time. This is the uh, this is the segment where you guys get to chop it up with us. You guys can send us some questions, and if you ever want to send us a question, you can hit hit me up via uh, Twitter at hbk underscore illmatic. You can hit us up at on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard eight oh eight, or you can hit us up via email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. So we got four questions, and the first question comes from Brody from Tennessee. Say, so, hey guys, and so with the MLB postseason here, who's that one team that's hot right now that nobody wants to play? Because it always seems like that we have that one team that does that. I mean, the obvious answer is the Cardinals, that win streak that they went on to make the postseason. We talking about Devil Magic Cardinals? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Devil Magic Cardinals, you don't want to play them. You don't want to play them in the postseason ever if you can avoid it. Yeah. The Dodgers don't want to play them, motherfuckers. Which is crazy because I know Cody Ken, you know, like who listens to this, he's a friend of the show. I like it. He gave me props. No, he actually... Yeah, you guys gave me props because I, I remember I called this mm-hmm. whenever we did our preseason preview. Like, dude, like they're gonna see each other in a, in a wild card. Yeah, yeah. You said you said that the difference was you thought the Padres were gonna win the division instead of the Giants, but you know yeah. it, it is what it is. Um, I mean, everybody thought they. Did. Yeah, exactly. Everyone thought the fucking Padres <laughs> were gonna win the division. Their pitching staff had a nuclear bomb shoved up its ass <laughs> and exploded. So you know that, but yeah, so. No, like, yeah, you called that shit real early. Like, I, yeah, you can go back and check the if you, if the episode's still up, you can go check it. It's up. It's up. It's up on Spotify. Yeah, somewhere, but somewhere in that back catalog. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. So uh, again, you don't want to play the Cardinals right now. It's the obvious answer. But it is, and like, and to me, I like you know, it's a it's a mixture of being good and devil magic because I still believe that they have devil magic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're 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 wild, bro. So um, they're, they're wild. Because uh, at one point, like you know, what I'm saying they were at the bottom of the division. Then that next thing I know, they're competing for a fucking wild card. I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on with this? I could have swore yeah. like a month ago they were at the bottom of the division. Yeah, yeah, they were they were noticeably they were noticeably behind the Reds, and obviously the Brewers just had a stranglehold on that division most of the year, and then the Cubs kind of surged up for a little bit. And that was very strange. And, you know, then they flagged because they traded everybody because they, they flagged. And they were like, <laughs> shit. And they traded everyone away. And uh, so, you know, you had that. But, you know, really the only team that kind of consistently stayed where they were at the whole season was the Pirates. They were just like, we suck and we know it. We're bad. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bad. <laughs> We're just we're bad. I can just imagine somebody just wild with a white flag, black. We suck and we know it. Yes, go pirates. Uh, so we don't win games and we know we don't win games. Go 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 pirates. <laughs> so you know. Yeah, I I I wouldn't want to see the Cardinals. Fuck the Cardinals. Yeah, no. Yeah, fuck everybody that's whose name is not Nolan Arenado. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I wouldn't want to People going to be like, what about Paul Goldschmidt? Fuck him, too. Yep. I, like I said, I, you don't want to play them. You don't want it. You don't ever want to play them. And the fucking postseason, you don't want it. You just don't want it. You don't want those problems. No, you do not want those problems. Uh, Second question comes from Louise from New York. So, hey, fellas, Manny Pacquiao retired recently. With both of you guys being boxing fans, what do you believe his legacy will be? Um, I think he's a guy that came along in a era of post Oscar De La Hoya like excellence yeah. that probably went a little underappreciated as the sport kind of waned. Yes. Uh, 
that's kind of my perception of Pacquiao. And to a lesser extent, you know, Floyd Mayweather, um, or a greater extent, depending on how you feel about him personally. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I said that, because people fucking hate him. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to act like everybody's over here like, Floyd's the best thing since last breath! Well, I don't even really say, I, I don't <laughs> even really say hate just for the mere fact. Yeah. Not anymore, because I told people all the time, like, yo, you can't sit here and hate Floyd Mayweather and mess around and cheer him whenever it comes to Logan Paul. That's, like, that's fake to me. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I like Logan Paul's ass, and I can't stand him. Man. Oh, like, in the he's, mirror, he's best for business. I can't stand him. Give no, him that, 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 that's Jake. Like, Floyd fought with Logan. Oh, yeah. They, they, he sucks, too. Get him oh, out like, of here. The mere fact that people were hoping and praying that Floyd Mayweather cleaned his clock. I was like, yo, you guys hate this man, but y'all hate like Logan Paul that much. Yeah. Like, y'all like, to me, that's just that's just whack. Y'all, yeah. That, people hate Floyd Mayweather to, like, you know, the, the accentuated narrative. But the, go, the answer to your question for me... Like what his legacy would be for me, the way I, how I remember Pacquiao was a guy, like a guy who fought with the pride of a whole country behind him, and like and in the way he carried himself, like you know you can see that with the way he fought, oh, yeah. and just the way that he carried himself, like you know he was the pride of the Philippines, and he took pride in being the pride of the Philippines, oh, yeah. absolutely, like you know and he he carried that on his sleeve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like outside, like his the outside of his faith and his family, like that was probably the most important thing to him. Yeah, I mean, and that's as good of an answer as any, I think. And that's something that that's another that is another noteworthy thing that you can point to him and and talk about for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like he carried himself with class, and he carried himself like he carried like he carried himself though, like the way you know what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of box, a lot of a lot of a lot of our athletes. You know, what I'm saying we want our athletes to carry ourselves, but the difference between a lot of other athletes and uh athletes and him, like he actually, you know, what I'm saying got praised for it. You know, there's a lot of athletes that do what he does, and nobody really cares. Yeah. He actually got praised for it. So like you know, I like. It's good, like it's good that you know, saying people appreciate him, and it's good that he's getting his roses. You know why he's here. I felt like he stayed a little bit too long, but oh, yeah. it's been a great career. Hey, man, I mean, and the fact that he went out beating Adrian Broner and Keith Thurman, Thurman. that's that's pretty legit, bro. Yes. Those dudes were way younger than him, and he gamed them motherfuckers. Yes, and the only fight he lost recently was when he should have won the Horn. That fight, yeah. he, he lost. I'm doing quotation, quotation fingers marks. as hard as I, I can do them. Uh, that was horse fuck. I, I said people look at the, like to you know the losses and stuff, and I tell people because I like I've been around the sport a long time, and I and I educate uh, like you know younger people like you just look at Manny Pacquiao's career. The only three people that legitimately beat Manny Pacquiao like legitimately was Eric Morales, or like Juan Manuel Marquez, and Floyd Mayweather. Those are the only three guys that beat Pacquiao legitimately. Timothy Bradley, like Manny Pacquiao, got hosed. Jeff Horn, he got hosed. But everybody knew that going in because they were in the fucking UK. Right. I already knew what the fuck that was. Everybody knew what the hell that was. Yeah, so that I tell, was trash. So every so like I tell people like the three people that legitimately beat him, like was those three was those three people that I named right there. Yeah. Like you know, saying yeah, he has five, he has six losses on his resume now. And hell, even the last guy he got beat legitimately. That's just because the guy was younger and like you know, it was time. Right, it was time. But the, but, uh, but like dur- but during like his heyday and like in his prime, like when he was still going strong, those are three guys that legitimately beat him. I think uh, I think the other thing too when I think of Pacquiao is I think of a guy that um, 
I think of a guy that moved up because again, it's this is an underrated thing that people don't talk about. He was a very light weight fighter. Yes, and he moved up almost a whole forty pounds. Yes, throughout the course of his career. And like, think about how many divisions that is. Forty pound difference yeah, from that, where you started to. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal to move up that and and be good and still be, ha, still have your power and, and still have power and speed. Yeah, that Pacquiao well, was great, man. I like he's fought people bigger than him. I like there was some fights a lot of people thought he shouldn't have took. I like you know and like he, he still he came out a champion. I like th- there's not all time great. There's not enough I can say about. I'm like you know what I'm saying I tell people all the time that this man is one of the best fighters you will ever see. I don't yeah. care if you live to be 100. Yeah, he's, he's an all time great. Yeah, you know, like he's one of the best you will ever see. And like and it was a pleasure to watch him. Fuck Bob Arum. Yeah, fuck Bob. One, Arum. one, one, one more time. Fuck Bob Arum. We should have got that Floyd Pacquiao fight five years prior than when we got it, because that fight might have went a little different. Yes, you know, it would have been more entertaining. I could goddamn guarantee. It'd be more that. entertaining. I still think Floyd would have won. Floyd that. probably would have won that fight, but the, I'm gonna tell you this: I don't think Floyd would have just, you know, d- done what he did to him. Yeah, you know what he was allowed to do to him because you know Pacquiao had diminished yeah enough to the point where Floyd could ha 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 cheese him like that, that's the thing people say like, well, Floyd was kind of diminished too people tend to forget Floyd was like two years older than him yeah but the thing is Floyd's Floyd's the way Floyd boxed wasn't harmed by father time the way that Pacquiao was yeah because Floyd was all technique you have that or you don't. Yes. You know, and, and the mere fact, like I tell people all the time, like, you know, people that watch Pacquiao, you know, like Pacquiao is the most, uh, uh, the Pacquiao is most effective whenever he's throwing combinations. Floyd Mayweather uh, fought a smart fight because he didn't allow him to throw combinations. Right. But at the same time, though, like when Pacquiao was younger, he could have dictated pace more. That's, that's the, whereas like Floyd controls distance. That's one of Floyd's biggest strengths. Pacquiao, when he was younger and more nimble, Invaded space better, but I, but when Floyd was younger, Floyd also had more right. punching power. Right, of course. Like I said, it would have been a better fight yes. for a lot of reasons. Everything we're saying, it would have been a better fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> Floyd had more power. Pacquiao had more closing speed, yeah. and Floyd wouldn't have been able to jab his ass to death yeah. and just control distance the whole fight. It would have been a entertaining fight. Fuck Bob Arum. <laughs> this is my whole point. Fuck him. Fuck him forever. Fuck Bob Arum. Terrence Crawford, please leave. Please leave. God damn it. Even though we're getting that Sean Porter fight, we should have got that shit last year. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Bob Arum. We should have got it. So, Pussy. So, third question comes from David from Arizona. Said, hey, guys. Said, I like the show. I was wondering, do you guys think that Kyler Murray is your front runner for MVP? And if not, who else do you have? That's a good question. And this early in the season, it's always really tough to kind of put – a guy out there like that, but that he, early, but like Kyler Murray's been statistically the best quarterback. But as far, as far as like highlight pre- plays and everything like that, he's looked like the most impressive. Yeah, he's been really fun. Stafford, until if Stafford, if the Cardinals hadn't dominated them this past Sunday, Stafford would have been in that discussion because Stafford's been lighting it the fuck up. Well, like for me, yeah. I like like that was a good win for the Cardinals, but I feel like the way the uh, the Rams lit up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they were due for a dud. Right. 
Right, exactly. Like, so that's that's tough to go from Tom Brady to Kyler Murray and yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. I, I felt like they couldn't have had that same like intensity, like you know. So I right, felt like right. so they came out flat, like not giving them any excuses, but like you know they just did kind of dominate the Tom Brady and the Bucks, like the the, the, the right, week prior. right. I mean, again, in in the NFL, it's hard to keep intensity levels from week to week, yeah. and there are letdown games, and even if it's a big division game, like you know, it's tough. Sometimes, uh, so. and they see each other twice. Again, yeah, so. exactly. So, right, so that's so that's the thing. But yeah, I, I would. Kyler Murray is the front Kyler Murray is my front runner for it too. Like I don't well, really. I, have, I, I, don't, I, I, don't I, have I will that. put Matthew Stafford up there because he's playing excellent too. But like Kyler Murray is a front and, runner, and, and he will get some bonus points for escaping a bad situation and making a good team better. Yes. And looking better than the bad situation he's in. So he has a couple things working Before. in his favor. Versus Kyler Murray just out here still doing video game bullshit like yeah. he's been doing the last two seasons when healthy. Yes. You know, so. Uh, last question comes from Gio from Texas. He said, "How?" He said, hey, guys, how's it going? He said, I'm a big Clemson fan here like Ryan himself. So I'm asking. Texas, damn, okay. So, so, so I'm asking, what's going on with DJ? He said, you think the fans are a little too hard on him? He said, I heard Mike say that plenty of times, and I kind of agree that we were spoiled for the better part of eight years with Trevor and Deshaun. And some of the criticism is unwarranted. What do you? But, but do you still believe he can, uh, he can get it together? I think that uh, this isn't the year for DJ Uyunglele. I think that at this point, um, I think that we shook him real bad in that Georgia game. But I also think that that's a, that's a that's a top tier defense, right? right but there. but he he hasn't bounced back. Yeah. He also again, he also has. We have a terrible offensive line. We have bad receivers. Yeah. Our number one running backs hurt, uh, which we figured out a two headed monster with a. You know, Pace and, uh, oh, God, what the fuck is the other guy's name? He just popped in. Like, it was completely unexpected. Which is, isn't he hurt right now? What are you, what are you talking Wait, about? Wait, y'all starting running backs hurt? Yeah, yeah, Will Shipley. Yeah, yeah Will Shipley's, yeah, he's he's dead. Um, So, uh, my thing is, a lot of, listen, DJ has terrible footwork. It's, I mean, it's bad. Like, it's bad. Like, he literally doesn't like he doesn't shift weight into any of his throws from back leg to front leg mm-hmm. um he's all back leg mm-hmm. and his throws sail and they go they're not accurate and then our receivers dropped there there was a drive where we had a drive going and two dudes dropped balls mm-hmm. it was insane like they were just like just drops flat out like one was our best receiver Nagata, and um, that shit was ridiculous. So I think that DJ in some problems this year, and I think that you know Clemson fans are fucking spoiled. They're spoiled shits. So so you so so you so you do agree with me on that? Oh, I will always agree that Clemson fans are spoiled shits. They're assholes. I can't stand most of our fan base. Uh, they're terrible. Um, they're just shitty people. Um, but right, what but, I, but, but I will say, a lot of the criticism that DJ's getting is valid. Some of these fucking announcers are killing him, but he deserves a lot of it. Like, you know, the thing is, like, 
sometimes like you know when you have when you have Deshaun Watson and then Kelly Bryant's a bridge quarterback who's not terrible who wins you an ACC championship and takes you to you know the final the four the playoff against Alabama and then he starts out okay and then Trevor Lawrence just overtakes him and then you win a natty and then you get three years of Trevor fucking Lawrence like yeah you're gonna be a little spoiled a quarterback play of course but DJ misses open receivers mm-hmm. because he has bad footwork. He he throws with no touch. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks like a quarterback that needs some work. Could he still develop into a good quarterback? Probably. Probably. But he's not real good right now. I like. And it. there's some stuff that I would rather not talk about on the show that I have kind of an inside track on, mm-hmm. like that I could talk to you about. Um, when this segment's over, and I hate to do that, but, you know, like, I ain't trying to just, you know... Air out the business. Air out some business, especially considering some of the source material. Like, you know, I ain't trying to do all that. So, uh, but yeah, like, he, he's got some stuff going on in his personal life, too, that ain't exactly yeah. popping off. So, uh... Like, it's just, it just been like a, like, it's been like a whirlwind of, like, different stuff. And, like, I was telling Clemson fans, like, I was telling you, all I, I didn't expect a whole lot from y'all this year. Now, next no. year, I expect, I expect, like, you guys to be completing for Well, world. well, and I'm, yeah, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Clemson has the number one quarterback in the country coming in next year. That's what I was saying. Yeah, and so, if DJ don't get his shit together, DJ ain't gonna have a job. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's the real thing. DJ could lose a lose his job quick, fast, and in a hurry next mm-hmm. year. And, you know, he he has the potential to play himself into being better, like Spencer Rattler kind of did over the tail end of last year yeah. with Oklahoma. You know? Um, but, again, as of right this second, yeah, DJ's not good. Plain and simple, he's mm-hmm. not good. And our offense is not good. And we finally started seeing our defensive players drop like flies because they've had to live on the fucking field. Yeah, Brissy's out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Clemson's it. having a bad time. This year, like, right? yeah, just a, like just like a snowball effect of like everything. Like, so some of the stuff he was talking about with him, like as far as footwork and all that stuff, that can be that can be corrected. Yeah, but if the accuracy that needs help, like the mechanics, so like need help, but that can be that can be corrected. A lot of stuff is correctable. Yes. I like you know I just feel like he's the having mental, a bad, the, yeah, the mental, mental the mental is what I worry men, about yeah, the more. mental and everything else so I feel like and it's just a tough time because I tell people all the time like look who the hell he has the he has the follow behind it, it's, 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 it's tough it's, it's tough. tough act man it's, it's tough act and your best receiver is a dude that's been injured a lot and the ghost of Justin Ross you know which god that's sad like mm-hmm. he was electric and then you know he just gets hurt and he's just I hate that for Ross, man. Yeah. He's a good kid, and he had a future. He he had a future playing on Sundays, and now, shit, you know. Yeah, I like so. I love, but but I appreciate you. I like you know saying giving me props, saying that Clemson fan, fans are a little bit spoiled because I've been saying terrible. that Clemson fans like terrible. hate me for it. Terrible. They're terrible people. They're just because yeah, I because I, I like I was telling I was I was children. I was telling people all the time. I like look, you guys had in a, you got you guys had. You guys had two generational talents in the span span of a decade. Who has that? I lived through three and eight, man. I, Who has that? You ain't gonna hear me cry that much about all the stuff that I have received from Clemson football. We were three and eight. I, like, I will ne- Yeah, you will never hear me like, slaughter Clemson football. Yeah, like 
But then again, I saw some bullshit growing up, bro. Like you, you and Larry Legend saw some bullshit. But I wasn't talking about you, nor Cody Can, and all. I'm talking about these Johnny Come Latelys, you know. Cause Fuck we, those people. We were talking about uh, people being like spoiled, like in, in the stands and stuff. Like a coworker of mine told me, literally, he went to like a game one day, uh, once, uh, one Saturday. Well, like they run like a play, get five yards, and somebody's in the back saying, "Why you ain't score?" <laughs> uh, I love that. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you gotta let the shit develop. Why you ain't score? <laughs> terrible, bro. They're terrible people. <laughs> God. Ugh. Oh man, but that's the end of our show. So we got AEW uh, this week. Postseason baseball starts this week. I like you know Thursday to be exact. Mm-hmm. It starts Thursday. NBA uh, preseason still going on. Yep. Like Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury three is going to be this weekend. So we were going to talk about that, but fuck that. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's just we we already discussed that. Nah. You already know how we feel about that. You know, fuck that fight. Yeah, I agree. Fuck that fight. Plain and simple. But I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna ask us about it. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we'll, we'll 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 discuss that whenever we get a question because I know we'll get a question about it. Is there anything else you want to add to? Uh, no. Nah, I think I think about covers it, bro. That about covers it. Yeah. Like I said, like you guys can follow us. Like on on Twitter, I'm at hbk uh, underscore illmatic, all caps. He's at the arcade, r underscore uh, kyde, and you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. You can also send us emails. I like you can send us your questions and all that good stuff. As always, we do two on, one off. So next week we'll be off. Uh, like next week, the Vikings play the uh, Carolina Panthers. You going to that game? Uh, I haven't got hit up by my boy Zach, so I have no idea um, if he's going to want me to go with him to that. And so would, I don't, you, would, and, would you want to? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I hate. C- c- come on, Kirk Cousins. Kirk come Cousins. on, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Wear your number eight shirt. I don't have an eight shirt. There you do. I like. Just take that Chris Carter jersey I got for you. Just mark out. The just mark out. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to quit the fucking blasphemy, sir. I'm gonna need you to cool your jets with that. I'm gonna need you to calm the fuck down. No, we do not. In this house, we do not mention Chris Carter in the same sentence as hey, Kirk Cousins. Well, what was more blasphemous is the mere fact you know you didn't have a Chris Carter jersey until I gave you one. So I, I was I was never a big jerseys but, guy, man. We've talked but, about but, that before. Like, you need to have some Chris Carter merch, and oh, I was that's like, my that, guy. I like that. That was bullshit to me, and I was like, that's you know my guy, what? man. You need that. That's my guy. You but, know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you're like we'll we'll be off next week doing hood rat shit. I wasn't about to say hood rat shit. I'm tired of people thinking we from the hood and we just gutter like <laughs> <laughs> we just gutter pieces of trash. I like you know what I'm saying. Nah. So, all right, so we love you guys. You guys be safe. We'll be back better than ever next time. Peace out. Later, guys.